all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. We are all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard, it's what you make of it, but what if only struggle surrounds you, what can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair, please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through, just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see, you are not alone, you have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know, but if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up, because you got this. Think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authentic Points of View, Season 2 Finale. So excited. I am. Not your host today, but I'm Danielle Boer. Uh, we have a special guest host, which I'm really excited about. We've heard from her a few weeks ago, and everybody liked her episode so much that they requested her to come back. True story. Uh, hers was the most listened episode of season two, so that was exciting. And... She is my precious little uh, baby. Uh, she will be 10 soon, so that's also exciting. And I'm so proud of all that she's accomplished. She's going in the fifth grade. So I just wanted to announce really quick before we start the show, the dates of season three. So I've talked about it several times that season three is going to be live. So I'm really happy and excited about that the first live episode will be may the 31st so that's in a week okay so that's the first one it's going to be at 2 p.m eastern time i did that on purpose i know a lot of you might be working but i wanted the uh european countries to be able to watch the live if they wanted to so it will also be posted as an audio 
just like regular. Okay. So you will be able to listen to it if you cannot come on the live. All right. I would love for you to come to the live so you can comment. You can do whatever. I don't know. Right back and forth to us. That would be really awesome. Ask us something live on the live. Woohoo. All right. The next one will be most likely July 26th. Okay, all of these are going to be on a Wednesday and almost every single time is going to be the last Wednesday of the month. That's my plan. I want to do a Father's Day episode, so I might change the date of that. It will be announced on May 31st when the next one will be. So each one will be announced, okay? As of right now, the second live will be July 26th. The third live will be August the 30th. Oh, wait, I skipped a month. Sorry. Ha ha. June 28th and then July 26th. Okay. And I will announce the dates and the times the live before. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being awesome, loyal uh, audience members. I really appreciate you all. I'm starting a new podcast. It airs in a few days. Woohoo again. So it's called Turning Trauma to Triumph. Please listen to that one as well. I would really appreciate it. That's the reason why this show, Authentic Points of View, is going to be just a once a month live because keeping up with two of them every week is something that I don't know I'm up for the challenge. That's a lot. So as of right now, season three will be lives once a month. Who knows what season four will be? Maybe I'll go weekly again. I don't know. So. I'm excited about today's guest host. Like I said, she is my daughter. She means the world to me. She is fantastic. And she is McKenna. Welcome, McKenna. Thank you. All right. Well, um, <laughs> so your dad was in the army. How did it feel moving a lot? So... I was a little bit different than some of the military kids that I got to go back to the same locations a couple times. So that was really cool. Some of my moving, I don't even remember because I was born in Hawaii. And then I guess by the time I was like, think four, I moved to Florida and California. I don't remember any of that. And then four, five, and six, I lived in Germany, which I loved, but I don't remember much of that either. And then I moved to Maryland and I remember all of that. I was second, third, and fourth grade. And it was kind of hard sometimes because I went by my middle name. So I had to always introduce who I was and start all that over again. I didn't go by my first name. So Sometimes I wouldn't even tell them and then it would be confusing and then I would be going by a name that I don't even answer to. <laughs> so that's fun. But when I got older, I loved moving, but then I hated it again. So um, when I left Germany the second time, we lived in Maryland, like I said, second, third and fourth grade. And I moved back. So Germany, and I loved Germany so much. It was such a beautiful thing. We literally went to different countries all the time. So like on the weekend, we might just drive to a different country. It was amazing. We would go, 
we would go camping different things like in different countries go on a day trip go on a bus trip it was awesome even for field trips i got to go to france and that's a crazy story but anyway i won't tell it right now and so um it was a lot of really good times now if you asked my brother my brother hated moving he hated living in germany he didn't understand what they were saying me i embraced it i loved it so it just depends on your perspective I loved moving, sort of, um, <laughs> and I loved meeting new people, loved people. I had so much fun. I loved the language. I loved everything about Germany. I had the best time ever. And then we had to meet, leave early and then I was sad. And that's when I didn't like moving anymore. So when we left early, I had to live in West Virginia for a little bit. And that was like a culture shock. And then we got to go back to Maryland again. And that was cool because I had the same friends that were still there. So going back to school, I was in eighth grade then. And I got to see the same people that I knew from as being a little kid. And that was really, really cool. And then after that, I graduated high school in Maryland. And then I became an adult. And then I moved in a different reason. <laughs> so... Um, the process of moving is not fun, but when you're an adult packing and doing all that stuff, um, it's a lot, but the answer is that I think I adjusted to it pretty much other than having to leave Germany early. That was really, really hard for me. Um, I cried a lot and it was kind of, it was just a lot. It was very stressful. But I'm very happy that I had those experiences. I'm very blessed to be able to meet people from every culture, every country. And just, it, I think it made me a better person because I really like loved getting to know people and it really just gave me a different perspective. So I think it was an awesome thing. How does it feel being a young mom? So um, I just want to say that McKenna made these questions up because she's the host. So just letting you know, these are a nine-year-old's questions and they're pretty good questions. So how did it feel being a young mom? Now, I became a mom at 18 years old. So it felt, I feel like it felt like anytime you become a mom, it was scary. It was exciting. It was an adventure. And it was a roller coaster. But it was awesome. I think now that I look back, really literally having kids young was, I don't know, it was like we were learning together basically. And I think it really helped me grow something. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have kids young. It saved me from partying a lot and doing all these things that people around me were doing because I had to be responsible. So, and I didn't make the best choices all the time, to be honest. I, there's things that I look back and I'm like, oh crap, I could have did that differently. But again, you know, we live and we learn. Even 30, 40 year olds have said that. 
And I was 20 when I had my second one. We lived in a homeless shelter and it was a lot, but I'm very um, grateful to have had that experience. It helped me to grow up fast and to become mature and to be responsible for someone. I have a funny story that <laughs> when I took Sean, it's the oldest one, he's 22 now, to the doctor's. I literally put my name as um the patient and my mom's like, uh, no, he's the patient. You're the mom. And I was like, oh, so. <laughs> so, yeah, you learn, you know, I mean, I was 18. I was like, oh, no, I'm just filling out my own stuff. So it was pretty cool. And um, you grow up together and you learn together. And so that's the thing. But having a kid at 30 was also challenging in a way because I had three boys at the time and that was hard so having you I was it was in the summertime I was literally big and pregnant hot and tired the boys were playing sports and I was like eh. so it was a different it was a different experience but I'm I'm grateful to have both experiences and you know, I learned a lot from having the kids young that I learned that, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that this way now. And I also maybe I with you, McKenna. Oh, maybe I can do it that way because you can see the progress and everything is different, though. Everything's different now. There's way more. There's technology now and there's different things and, and avenues that you can get help with that you couldn't back then. So, yeah. How does it feel to watch all your kids grow up? Oh. Uh, happy and sad and all the emotions. It's great. I love that the boys have became men and seeing the process of that and seeing like how Tay, which is my second son, um, who was at one point getting in a lot of trouble and huh, just it, that was challenging. Um, but I was scared something really bad was going to happen to him. And that was a really hard part of my life a few years ago, but seeing the man that he's become and how wonderful he's doing is like such a beautiful feeling and such a rewarding feeling it makes me so happy to just see him doing so well in life and I'm so proud of him and the oldest one you know he has things that he goes through and he has worked two jobs and he's doing all the stuff he's been living on his own with a roommate for a while and I'm super proud of that because I know how that is I moved out young too so and then Carmine is, uh, he, oh boy, he's 17 and he's about to be a senior. And it's crazy because he moved in with me when he was four. So it's such a beautiful thing to see how awesome and smart and amazing that he is. And, um, and then the baby, the girl, Miss McKenna there, she is fantastic. And so you, McKenna, it's been really cool seeing you grow up, especially since I know you're probably my last one. 
and you have really uh changed me a lot too because i have more time with you than i did with the boys with the boys i was working like literally sometimes six to seven days a week and i wish that i didn't do that because i didn't get to see everything and i was very active as a mom even single mom like when they played sports i would try to go to every single thing but it's really cool seeing you be a little young lady and you know be a lead in a play moana and then now you're gonna have a solo and it's just like really cool to see how smart and awesome and independent and intelligent you are and it's very rewarding and it makes you feel so happy and so good to see your kids happy and doing well and thriving it's such a beautiful feeling it's it really is it sounds like a corny answer but it makes you feel like so happy and that's it joyful makes sense <laughs> thanks <laughs> um for the people who want to be a nurse what did it take to become one that's a great question it takes a lot it takes compassion it takes heart it takes empathy it takes sympathy it takes hard 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 work i'm talking about you don't even understand how much hard work it takes. It takes dedication. It takes sleeplessness. It takes grit. It takes knowledge. Everything. When, when you get into nursing, I want you to really know that to do it for the right reason. Don't do it because nurses make a lot of money. Because guess what? You will be exhausted. You will be angry. You will be worn out. You will be burnt out. You will be everything. You got to do it for the right reasons. You got to do it because you want to help people. Because you have a passion for helping people. And for the love and the healing and all that stuff that it, it brings. Being a nurse is way more than just taking care of someone. Being a nurse can really change somebody's life in such a great way at their hardest time. You are an advocate. And that's something that I've always talked about. And I will always say, even on my hardest days at a job, is that I have to be the patient's advocate. And when I feel like that that's jeopardized because of circumstances un not under my control, that's very frustrating. I speak for the patient just like we speak for our children and we speak for ourselves. We're our own advocate. We're our children's advocate. But being the patient's advocate is, is extremely important. It's our job to speak up for them, is to protect them, and to be stern when we need to. Sometimes you have to say, hey, it's not safe for you to get this pain medicine right now. That's advocating for them. Because you don't want somebody to stop breathing because they need more pain medicine. Well, you have to weigh out your pros and cons, right? So, and that's hard sometimes. It's hard being the one there when they wake up and they find out 
they they don't have a limb anymore that they didn't know that they were going to lose or a body part or they had to remove something or they have cancer now or whatever that's really hard and you have to be strong you have to be caring and loving you have to be supportive you have to sometimes sit there and hold their hand that maybe that's what they need you have to figure out what do they need do they need you to talk do they need you to listen do they need you to what do they need and so i think being a nurse is amazing but the schooling takes a lot they don't want you to work when you go to certain nursing schools and how do you live if you're not working like how do you pay for your bills i mean it's a balance you can't go out and party you can't be selfish you can't do a lot of the things that you want to do you can't maybe hang out with people for a while but all in all it's worth it you know but it's hard it's not for everybody you have to deal with body fluids and people hurting and so they're upset and they're not treating you right they might cuss you out hit you or whatever um and and sometimes it it's hard it's hard to keep your composure but it's important to keep your composure because we're professionals and the people you know they're going through something they're not in the hospital for fun they're in the hospital because they're sick so you have to keep that in mind you have to be a a great person and just think like you know they're hurting right now they're in pain they're struggling they just found this out you know their livelihood might be gone now uh and they're in shock and so you have to just be there and and love on them and and you can always say do not cuss at me or that's not appropriate or something like that but you you got to be kind and and compassionate and understanding so um it's important it's important for the family it's and no matter what kind of nursing you do it's important to to be there for the whole unit right the patient the kids the family the everybody involved and nursing takes a lot of teamwork and no matter what kind of nursing you do you're gonna have to work with cnas or aides or whatever you call them you know like nurses aides whatever techs um whoever transport people doctors anesthesia residents uh secretaries like everybody you have to work with everybody and you have to dietitians um evs people and you have to know that it's not a competition we're all in it for the right reason we're all there for the patient it's not like again we're not against each other we're all no matter what floor you work on or no matter what situation you're in or what facility or whatever you work in we're all there for the same purpose and that's to be there for the patient and take care good great care of them not good care of them so yeah that's what i would say is that if you're going to be a nurse you got to be all the way in because that's what it takes and um that's a hard school is hard nursing school is hard but you can do it i had three kids when i went to nursing school and i will went to go quit three times i think three or four times i literally want to go i went into the office to sign to quit and they didn't let me because they said that i had a great heart and i was going to make a great nurse so i'm really glad that i didn't quit i'm i'm really glad but it was it was hard it was very challenging so it sounds like a hard job but it would be joyful to see like when they get better you're right it is it's a beautiful thing that's another thing that 
when you see someone that is getting better or you know i worked at a place that does kidney transplants it's such a beautiful thing to see them produce urine which is pee and they couldn't do that before their kidneys weren't working they were on dialysis and now they're producing it and it's just it's amazing it's amazing to see like sometimes if the donor is related to them and they get to see each other it's just a beautiful experience that i was very grateful to be a part of and um it's so awesome to find out, you know, if they find out they don't have cancer, it's like, yes, you, you get so excited with them. And it, it's really such a rewarding job. It really, really is. It's, it's challenging. It's mentally challenging, physically, uh, everything, but it's, it's definitely rewarding. What motivated you to become a life coach? Well, a lot of stuff. So I always have loved helping people like my whole life, even as a child have loved to help people. And I've been through some traumatic things in my life. And so I losing my brother, losing a baby, all kinds of different things. And being in relationships where the people didn't treat me right or physically harmed me, which is a lot for you to hear as a nine-year-old, but you know that some of that stuff. Um, so going through those things, I got to the point where I went through a forgiveness journey and I actually getting certified to become a life coach, uh, really helped me. And I was like, I got to help other people because once you forgive yourself and others, it's a weight that's lifted off like of your shoulders and it makes you feel so much better. And I love helping people. I love seeing the progress that they make. I love any little step that they make forward is so amazing. And they're just so much happier and they can heal. Right. And I love to be part of that. I, and I loved management because the same thing, seeing people progress and learn and all that stuff is really awesome. But just like with the coaching is that I wanted to show people that no matter what you go through it's going to be okay and to help them through the prog the process and it's important it it means a lot to me it makes me emotional makes me so happy hearing these stories of these really strong resilient people and they need help they lost someone that they love they witnessed something just tragic and or whatever and being able to help them get through it being able to help them grow and heal and be happy again is really amazing like i said forgiveness is important um because it allows you to not let that situation control you anymore and once you get back the control, anything is possible. It really is. Anything is possible. So if you're grieving right now or you have PTSD or have any trauma, I would love to help you. I would love to help you. We identify what the triggers are. And then once you do that, then you can start to realize when they're coming, what physical symptoms you have with them, and then you can control them more. 
it's not saying that you will never be triggered or never get upset again or never relive that moment and that's that's not true but you can snap out of it like say i'm sad like i'll just have a day where i'm sad tomorrow is a new day tomorrow is a new start so now i can coach myself to have a better day tomorrow and so that's important there's so many things that i can help you with that i love to help people with and when they start to realize that and these tools will be used forever you can you learn these with the help of me but then you keep this materials and you say okay two years from now i'm having a moment how can i get myself out of it how can i coach myself and so it's really great it, it really means a lot to me i'm very thankful that i started it um my boyfriend, your dad, he like literally uh, kind of really helped me see that I would be good at it. And, and I'm glad that I did it. And also another guy that I interviewed, he said, yeah, you should become the rapping life coach. So that was fun. So, yeah, it just it's just a great feeling to help somebody and let them know everything's going to be okay. You got this. Don't ever give up. Right. When you were a kid, did you think you would be who you are now? Uh, that's a fantastic question. No, probably not. I've always wanted to be a nurse or a teacher. So I probably could have guessed that. Would I have known that I was, would be 40 and have been married and divorced nope would i have known that i would go through all these rocky tough situations and you know then live through them and get to help people get through their situations no but i Everything that's happened, no matter how tough it was, has led me to this point. So I think I would tell my younger self that no matter what comes in your way or what obstacles you face, to keep your head up high and to keep fighting through it. Keep pushing. Don't ever give up. And you got this. You're stronger than you know. You're more beautiful than you know. You're stronger than you know. And you're more intelligent than you know. And I will. that's what I would tell myself. And that's what I'll tell you too, McKenna. Is that you're more intelligent than you know. You're stronger than you know. You're more beautiful than you know. And you're more talented than you know. You just got to keep the fire inside you and don't ever ever allow other people's opinions of you dictate how you feel about yourself never because that's something that i allowed when i was a kid i was so fearless i wasn't scared of diddly squat i'd go to the top of the mountain i'd climb the mountain i would rappel down i'd go Wee! and i would have a good time i wasn't scared i wasn't scared of things until i allowed other people to like I allowed them to control my thoughts 
So when they would say negative things to me, you're this, you're that, you're a piece of crap, you're ugly, you're blah, blah, blah. I would believe those things. And that's, that's not true. Those things weren't true. And so it hindered me in life and it stopped me from doing things a lot quicker than I could have done. But it also taught me in the long run. But I would say that don't let people's thoughts, opinions or whatever control you or make you make different decisions or whatever, or stop you from your dreams. Don't do that because you'll never, you never know what you're capable of unless you go for what you want or what your passion is. Right. Then I I never would have thought I would do a podcast because back when I was little, I don't even know there wasn't such thing or a life coach. There wasn't a such thing. And so it's really cool. Uh, or a comedian. I did that for a little while. So those things, um, I'm so glad that I'm pursuing the things that I love. And also something I would tell young people is that if you have kids, doesn't mean you have to give up what you love, right? You might have to put stuff on the back burner for a little bit to get things situated, to get things together because your kids are your main priority. And I understand that, but you can always come back to what you love and to your passion. It shows the kids to fight and to not give up and it shows them how to be strong. And, and even when we're going through stuff to, to just continue for what you believe in and not give up on your dreams. McKenna probably wouldn't have imagined. Had, did you imagine um, hosting a podcast ever? <laughs> no. So how does it feel? Um, it feels pretty good. Um, it's definitely something I want to do when I grow up as like a side job kind of. But um, yeah, I never thought that I was going to be hosting a podcast. This is pretty cool. <laughs> yep, it is pretty cool. It's fun. I love it. I love that people in different countries are listening to us right now. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Um, hopefully... Um, when I get my podcast that I can get some like France listeners <laughs> and my like some Belgium listeners like mom has and like some listeners from like different countries and different religions and stuff. Um, and yeah, this is pretty cool. And it was pretty nice interviewing you, mom. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And you did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So what would your podcast be called? Do you know yet? Um, I, I think I know what it's going to be about. I think it would be about like kindness and like we would do daily affirmations and stuff like that. And it would be about like kindness and being caring and just being like the best person you can be. I think it might be called like spreading kindness or something. Nice. But it's just want people to know that um you're the best you um you can be and like try your best if like so whatever happens um me and mom believe in you. And you got this. Yes. 
I agree. Good job, McKenna. That's so awesome. I do believe in you. And thank you so much for listening to season two, which rhymes. And if you listen to the intro, you know that I love to rhyme all the time. Okay. So do you have anything else you want to say, McKenna? Um, yeah. Um, remember to be kind and to just like, again, just be like nice and care. And if you see someone being bullied or seeing someone being rude to another person, like tell them to stop because that's not cool. Like it's not cool to be a bully. So just be kind and spread kindness and spread love and just hope I hope you have a good day. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to authentic points of view. Honestly, like I said, it really means a lot to me. When I started this journey about a year ago, I really didn't know how far it was going to go and I'm so thankful that I did it I was scared of public speaking literally as a kid and a teenager and so this really have doing a podcast has helped me so much even speak to people in person because I have confidence now so thank you for listening to me as I grow from season one to season two I used to say, um, so much like, um, 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 like, um, um, so, and I do say so a lot now, but I'm glad that, you know, practice makes perfect. So, and I'm not perfect yet, but I'm really glad that I have grown and gotten better. And I thank you for sticking it out with me and listening. And I can't wait for the lives. I'm so excited this is kind of bittersweet that this is the last uh, weekly one I'm going to do, but I'm so, I couldn't ask for a better co-host or guest host ever than McKenna. So this was great. Thank you so much. And please listen to turning trauma to triumph. It is going to be so inspirational, motivational, just like this show, but it's going to have mostly talking about grief, trauma, and all those things. As of this, it's more like a variety show, authentic points of view. We talk about all kinds of stuff. And a lot of times it is motivational and inspirational, but it also can talk about different businesses and different things. And um, so I'm really excited about the new podcast that really goes along with my life coaching, which is PTSD and grief. So please listen to it. And watch the live and join us then and comment where you're from when you watch it thank you so much i will see you guys on may 31st have a fantastic day thank you mckenna thank you oh mckenna did a good job so she gets to the point she just asked them questions <laughs> not like me uh I kind of go around and around and beep, beep, beep. So just like I said, thank you so much for listening. Please email me. If you have a question about any of the lives, follow me on social media and I will be posting everything there. I'm going to start posting about it actually now. So um, 
Corby is my first guest and is May 31st at 2 p.m. Eastern. It'll be live on Facebook on Danielle Boer and hopefully Authentic Points of View, that page. But again, my friend's going to help me because it's my first live. And then it should be live on YouTube, Authentic Points of View um, on podcast on YouTube. Okay. So check it out. Email me if you have a question or message me on Instagram or Facebook. Message me and say, hey, what was it again or whatever. And then you can keep up with me. Go on my pod page, Authentic Points of View podcast on podpage.com. Then you can join my subscription in my email. Okay. So you can do all those things. Those are things you can do. Authentic points of view at gmail.com is my email. Reach out to me if you have any questions about the times of the live or whatever. Um, if you want to be on a live, if you want to come on my other podcast, Turning Trauma to Triumph. If you want to give me a review, that would be amazing. On my pod page, go give me a review on YouTube. You can give me a review. Really appreciate it if you love me. If you're on Apple or Spotify or Google, you can leave reviews on there as well. Thank you for the people that have left reviews. Um, this is bittersweet. Season two is done. It's it's crazy, but I'm excited. So thanks again. I can't thank you enough, honestly. I really, really, really appreciate the ones that listen to it as soon as it airs. I'm talking about as soon as it airs. Also, last week there was a hiccup with my computer, literally just stopped working. Like didn't work. So I couldn't post the episode until later that day. So it aired Wednesday, like really late. So for the European and different listeners in Africa and different places, different continents, they might not have heard it until Thursday. So I'm sorry about that. But as soon as I posted it, I already had downloads. So I really appreciate you that are subscribed to me. Please subscribe to the show and it should give you a notification when I post an episode. Thank you for literally listening. Um, a lot of people listen to one and two in the morning and five in the morning and you guys rock. I really love you. I really do. You guys motivate me and inspire me to keep going and to help people. That's what the show is about. The show is really about helping people and letting people talk about their authentic points of view, not being judgmental, being kind, letting people know they're not alone and telling them to never give up because they got this, right? You got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Thank you. See you next week. Literally, I will see you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart.
Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart.